hearty fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and sisters who are gathered here to experience given consciousness the other name of which is the master master consciousness is universal consciousness while it is universal it is also impregnates and resides within us it is within and without the consciousness which is but an expression of existence is within and without the creation is within and without every form meaning it is inside and outside the form and it permeates the whole universe it is within the planet and around the planet it is within every form on the planet and around every form of the planet within the form it exists in a vertical manner and man has the ability to experience it man can experience the universal consciousness as individual consciousness and can also experience that the individual is but a, but apparent but the universal consciousness is real <coughs> the wave is apparent the ocean is real just like the wave the ocean exists in the wave the universal consciousness exists in every being and it is vertically experienced in man man has the eligibility and ability to experience it and man should know that he is nothing but a column of consciousness an expression of the universal consciousness each one of us apart from our names and forms apart from our nationalities and races apart from our gender apart from our social status apart from our age we are all units of consciousness each one is a column of consciousness the consciousness is not ours we cannot say it is our consciousness it is universal consciousness that expresses as a unitary consciousness as a unit of consciousness just like wave is but an expression of the ocean wave has no independent existence devoid of the ocean so are we that we are but an existence of that and that consciousness 
That's why all scriptures speak that I am. It never says I am. I am is ignorance. That I am is the truth, is knowledge. As long as we remember that I am, we are linked with the universal consciousness. As much we are linked with the universal consciousness, we experience the synthesis and the beauty of the analysis. The beauty of variety and versatility is experienced when we see the unity of all as one consciousness. This one consciousness shall have to be repeatedly related to, repeatedly related. The heart beats that I am, that I am, that I am, that I am, that's how the heart beats. Soham, 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 soham. It regularly beats like that. Day and night it beats like that. So that exists as I am. Soham means that I am. Saha aham. That means it is existing and we feel we are existing. That's the first illusion. <laughs> it is existing, it is causing its own awakening. It is expressing in the various layers of nature and it is retreating once again into itself. It is so with the universe, it is so with the individual. So the individual is but a, a state of existence and awareness and it has no identity of itself except the identity of the one. Therefore, to say I am is illusion. Individual has no existence without the universal existence. Individual consciousness has no meaning without its association with the universal consciousness. A branch of the tree has no existence without the tree as such. <laughs> if the branch feels I am separate from the tree, and when it is cut out, it loses its life, it is no more useful. It is only useful as fuel, as firewood. So is our body. It gets into the process and the ritual of cremation when the universal consciousness is cut off. We are cut off from the universal consciousness. So that's why it is said those who feel separate <coughs> So the separative attitude that we entertain in us is our ignorance and it adds to our arrogance also. The more and more you are separate, you tend to separate. The more and more you tend to be ignorant. When you are ignorant, you have more egoism. The measure of ego is, it co-measures with the degree of separativity that we entertain within us. We are separate. I am separate. Our family is different. We are a different people. This difference, there is an understanding of a difference, but there is no there is no truth of difference. Just like we say northern hemisphere, southern hemisphere. But it is all one sphere. 
in this year we further understanding we we develop an equator but there is no equator such as the planet to make an understanding we make an analysis but the analysis is not absolute truth analysis is to improve our comprehension so the more and more we comprehend the more and more we tend to be growing in our consciousness basically we we should know that we are units of consciousness and then we are not individualized units of consciousness we are but part of the universal consciousness the very truth that we do not even remember that we are units of consciousness we don't remember that we are units of consciousness we only remember our name our our gender our caste our state our nationality this is how we have a it all peripheral identity which don't mean anything i am not the blue shirt that i wear i was wearing a maroon shirt yesterday isn't it so peripheral thing <coughs> in the today morning it is blue which 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 color belongs to me all colors belong to me isn't it and very and all colors emerge from one color all sounds emerge from one sound all numbers emerge from one number all forms emerge from one form <coughs> that one form is called the cosmic person from out of the cosmic person everything has come out that's how we reside purusha sukta and we do it isn't it ಸಮಾಧಿರಾಗಾಯುಧಾಧಿರಾಜೋಧಿಪುರುಷಾಧೂಮಧೋಪುರಸ್ಪುರುಷೇನ promotadi cosmic egg there is the cosmic form <coughs> person coming from out of the cosmic person so many forms came through so all forms they have their unity in one form <coughs> all numbers have their unity in zero all numbers have their unity in zero all colors have their synthesis in one color which is no color it appears as blue to our eyes it is no color all sounds merge into one nada which is called pranava pranava exists so all colors have their unity all numbers have their unity all sounds have their unity all forms have their unity everything is from unity to diversity so universality universe so this unity when it is forgotten we stand as a unit of ignorance when we stand as a unit of ignorance we have the related egoism egoism ajnano varana ahankara ajnano varana ahankara i am separate our group is separate isn't it 
we are tapovar group we are bhajnagar group we are mysore group we are vishakhapatnam group we are argentinian group we are spanish group we are german group it is more for understanding but not for the actions we cannot be based on it we are units of consciousness basically and essentially descendants of one universal consciousness if this is not entertained there is no expansion of consciousness in us we need to grow from a wave of consciousness to a oceanic consciousness that is oceanic consciousness even among so many spiritual groups each group that follows a teacher thing they are separate from others isn't it there are so many teachers on the planet promoting the same truth but every group builds a, a religion around his teacher isn't it that's how christianity has come to be just around the teachings of christ which are most ancient teachings they are no different from the ancient most teachings but then there is a separate religion likewise there are so many religions but before kaliyuga there are no religions there is no such thing as hinduism there is only a way of life no the cosmos no your relation with the cosmos the cosmos has its own birth growth and then splendor and retreat and then dissolution so also the individual the anthropo cosmogenesis anthropogenesis the anthropogenesis of the advent of man and his growth his splendor his retreat and his dissolution to one existence he is at parallel with the universe as such so knowing the cosmic laws knowing the laws of the individual and relating the individual to the universe was the earlier way of life that is what the masters of wisdom stand for that is what hierarchy stands for hierarchy is neither it doesn't belong to any religion it belongs to the truth and to the ancient wisdom <coughs> sanatana dharma dashat there are the laws of the universe and whatever brand you carry with you unless you follow the laws you are affected whether you are a christian christian or a muslim or a hindu or a jain or a sikh or any religion brand religious brand that you attribute to yourself if you touch them the law is the same the life is the fire burns regardless to what religion is allowed the cold is cold to everyone the summer is summer to everyone the rain is rain to everyone winter is winter to everyone so getting into universal laws comprehending the universal laws experiencing the universal consciousness and experiencing the universal existence has been the original path of wisdom 
And in that path when we enter, what should happen to us? There has to be a daily accretion to our comprehension. It's not daily accretion of material, it's daily accretion of consciousness. How much more material you have gathered, how much more properties you have gathered, have your bank balances improved, Remain balances, individual balances, global balances, and there's growing wealth, isn't it? What is to be gained is in terms of consciousness. The increased consciousness on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis, on a month-to-month basis, on an annual basis, shall have to be evaluated by each one of us. We cannot be as before. From yesterday to today there has to be some growth. There is growth in nature, isn't it? Every plant grows a little on a daily basis. Even your hair grows a little every day, isn't it? That's why we need to necessarily shave on a daily basis after some years today. Things grow, nails grow, hair grows. In nature there is growth <coughs> and consciousness is the pinnacle or the basis of all growth. A stone doesn't grow, isn't it? Right? Because the consciousness is dormant in it. A plant grows, an animal grows. That which grows has also its contrary. As it grows, it has to retreat. It has to retreat. So there is something that grows, that receives, that keeps, that goes to all those five changes which I have been mentioning yesterday. But there is something which is constant. The consciousness. As long as you are in this creation, your, your consciousness remains stable. And you can continue to grow in that consciousness so that you gain a stable consciousness around which there can be build up of layers of nature, layers of form, experiencing eightfold splendors, astasiddhis, we say in Sanskrit. Astasiddhi, Navanidhi Kiyandata, Nasho, Asavaradina, Janaki, Mata. So people are saying, why only Astasiddhis? Why only Astakastas? Only why Asta, Digbandhanas? It's all eight, 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 eight. The eight-layer nature is nothing but your egoism and your limited comprehension, number two. And then the mind that tries to relate with that limited comprehension, number three. And then the five senses. Together it is eight. The egoistic nature is limited comprehension called buddhi. Isn't it? Little brains. There are grand brains, there are little brains. <coughs> Egoism. And then little brains, buddhi, little buddhi. 
and then the mind that reflects that this is that the mind that reflects outside and reflects within number 3 and then the five senses related to the five elements each sense relates to an element the smell relates to air the taste relates to water the eye relates to the light and the fire the air relates to the the touch the skin that we have and then the the fifth ether which we call akasha relates to the sound that is the radio waves that keep happening and we listen in between us there is that space which we call akasha by which what i speak is listened by you the waves bring the sound to you so there is the sound the air and then akasha there is the air the touch and then the skin there is the fire the eye and the sight there is the water the taste and the tongue there is the nose the smell and the matter so this is how the five four senses give five different experiences they represent the five states of matter and then there are three states your mind sixth one your buddhi the seventh one your egoism i am i am i am don't you know me isn't it each one expects some respect from others isn't it some recognition from others but how do you how much do you respect others how much do you recognize others as much as you recognize others others recognize you as much as you respect others others respect you isn't it so this egoism is the pinnacle of individualized consciousness this egoism and then its limited comprehension its mind and its five senses when it is in association with the universal consciousness it gets fulfilled then it feels it's not me it is that functioning as i am this concept of that functioning as i am in so far as it is not remembered in our daily actions we continue to be ignorant we continue to be egoistic egoistic because we continue to be ignorant we make mistakes if we ask a question the answer is always wrong isn't it if you if you just ask a simple question to someone the answer comes from ignorance not from knowledge <coughs> why because you are sub- you are so separate you are more worried about yourself not about him you are not connected if you are not connected with the group you don't know what is happening in the group isn't it do you know what is happening in the group unless you are well connected with the group you don't know the ground reality so you stay somewhere over there thinking that i am the group ganapati 
What is the use of being a group Ganapati when you have all islands of the grave? <coughs> who is true Ganapati is the one who has complete knowledge of the group. So Ganapati is there in the karma. In the karma we have established Ganapati, you know, he is, he is a cosmic Ganapati, meaning he knows the entire universe. Complete. Every detail he knows. In him, every cosmic intelligence agrees. And so the story of Ganapati is, how beautiful it is, you get goosebumps when we really relate to Ganapati. There's nothing not known. The Lord is favorably inclined to him, Shiva is inclined to him, the Mother is inclined towards him, the second Logos, Vishnu is inclined to him, Lakshmi is inclined to him, same even, all are inclined to him, including the Saturn is inclined to him. Can you imagine? Among all intelligences in creation, the principle of Saturn is totally in favor with Ganapati. Why he? Because he is in favor of him. That's why relating to Ganapati is a sea of understanding. The sea of means the masters of wisdom. Therefore, if we relate to him, he enables us to get that rounded up comprehension. All round understanding. All round. Routine worship of Ganapati will not give him that. Routine is routine, it is a dead routine, we do it because we have to do it, not because we like to do it. If you like to do it, there is this, what you call, Ardram, Pushkaranim, Pushtim, Ardrata. Ardra. Ardra is the cementing force when you relate to something, when you relate to your person, if you have that quality of Ardra, which is called Fohat in the Western theology, Fohat. Fohat is the means by which things are cemented. It is also called Urukrama. When you relate to the other person through the eye, you relate to the consciousness in the other. When the consciousness transacts with the consciousness in the other, then there is the joy. May we transact like in terms of joy, this is how we say it, but we don't. Why? Because we are very highly individualistic, egoistic. Therefore, our comprehension always remains limited. It doesn't grow. It doesn't grow. Your overhead tank, unless it is connected to the corporation tank, it, it has a limited water, that's all. That overhead. It gets empty. With a little use, it gets empty. Isn't it? That's why by, by about afternoon or evening, you are tired. We are tired. And there are persons who always look tired, all the time. In the morning, they look tired. In the afternoon, they look tired. In the evening, they look tired. I always say, tiring. And they look for retirement. <laughs> Isn't it? Why this tiresomeness? Why you are not connected? If you are connected, there is no tiresomeness because it's an eternal flow. 
If you are overhead tank is connected to, to the corporation, and if the corporation tank is connected to a reservoir, and if the reservoir is connected to an ever-flowing river, there is continuous supply of water. Likewise, the electricity, continuous supply of electricity. Half late we are not experiencing loss of power, isn't it? Half-life in India, in the rest they accomplished much better, much earlier. <coughs> so everything is unlimited in the universe and you limit it by your own negation of the universal existence and its eternity. It's eternity. It is eternal. From, from universe to universe there is a continuity. From incarnation to incarnation there is a continuity of the being. From incarnation to incarnation there is a continuity of being which can be experienced only if you remember that you are a unit of consciousness linked with the universal consciousness. If you are not connected with the universal consciousness on a continuous basis you suffer death. That's why this linkage is important, linkage with the universal consciousness. How do you link up with the universal consciousness? It exists in your central vertical column. That's what I have been saying yesterday. The very idea of speaking about the central vertical column is the universal consciousness vertically exists in you with your cerebral spinal system. You only have to relate to it. <coughs> we make such symbols, you know. What is it? The head and then the, the vertical column and the vertical wings, isn't it? So is the cross. So is the symbol of Vishnu, isn't it? And we say, Om. Where are you relating to? From Uladhara to Sahasrara, it's a, a relation by which you move up with your bricks. After you have moved, there is no sound like this. That's why the seers have said, one, no one can ever explain completely what Om means. Om Chetaksharam Brahma. Isn't it? The fire generates Agnir Devata. The more and more you utter warm, the more and more the fire emerges and carries the way from Uladhara to Sahasra. Om. The utter warm is one thing, but there is always warm happening in you. There is always Om happening you, in you, and your utterance is only to link up to that which is happening in you. The utterance you do it only to ensure that you link up to it and stay with it. Stay with the vertical column, 
Same is the metrical kalam. That is what is called being in touch with the mother. In our childhood, we used to play games. That one fellow, one, one kid is made to sit. He is the mother. So he keep on playing. So if you are in a trouble in the play, if you touch the mother, you are untouched by anything else. Isn't it? Amman mutukunte, ingkari nara mutukunte. Isn't it? So if you relate to it, you are released from all the eightfold nature. <coughs> you are released from your egoism, your limited comprehension, your mind and your senses. The moment you relate to Om. What a facility. What a facility. Do we know that such a facility exists in Om? We do it because we are told to do it or because we are do it. But we never experience because we don't relate to it well. Ardrata. Ardrata. Anything you do, you have to do it with heart and soul. That's what we say, isn't it? When you relate anything with heart and soul, you have the, the juice of it, the cream of it. The rasa relating to it, the experience relating to it, rasovai saha, raso. The juice of everything is the divine, is the Lord. <coughs> rasovai saha, that is nothing but the bliss of existence, the bliss, the experience of the bliss of existence. So therefore we utter The essence of Moolazara to Sahasara and even move beyond. Consciously do that. Consciously do that. Um, With every exhalation also you can do that. Because the utterance is only with the exhalation you do it. Isn't it? With every inhalation, you are bringing the cosmic person into you. With every exhalation, you are joining him and celebrating. See, celebration. Exhalation is a celebration because you are bringing him in. That's what is said in the scriptures. His exhalation is our inhalation. He exists, so the beings have come out. We inhale him, and then when we exhale, we join him. That is pranayama. <coughs> with every inhalation, breathe in as much as, as you can of master energy. With every exhalation, join the master. Join the master. Ultimately, when you cast off this body, you are joining that only. But the one who knows that there is a way to join the master consciousness, the master consciousness can be related to within your own, your own column, and then you move up and up and up and move out to be with him. And then again you can descend into another form. So, the scripture Bhagavata says, Prana Jalukayanu Bole. Prana Jalukayanu Bole, meaning you make two, the, uh, the animal, 
it sets its four legs first and then joins the rear legs to it, isn't it? As it mounts. The front legs are first set up and then the rear legs are made to join. And then again this you you set one more step and then you join. As you as you climb the stairs with the two legs you have, you set one step and join the other. Then you step make one step, you join the other. Likewise as you can move out, learn to move out from this system. With, with the help of the vertical column, with the help of the vertical column, <coughs> through the sound of Om, or through the sound of Soham. Soham, if you remove the consonants, Sa and Ha, it is Om. In Soham, Om is embedded. Soham, isn't it? You remove S, you remove H, it is Om. Om. Om is the escalator, it is the vertical lift. And you can relate to it either through your conscious utterance or through your respiration and pulsation. Respiration and pulsation. If you relate to respiration, the respiration leads you inside. And then you meet your pulsation and the pulsation leads you deeper into you where you can experience the, the entire column of consciousness, the flow of energies as a humming sound with the related light and color. Within your column you can experience all colors. The cerebrospinal column. You can experience all colors, you can experience all sounds, which are mentioned in books. The books that you read in Muladhara Padma, the Lotus of Muladhara, these are the colors, these are the sounds, we say. How did the, how did the original one know about it? Today there is their duplication in the books. Sham, 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 hum. Isn't it? We say about the Moladhara. There are four sounds. And there are six sounds in Swadhisthana. There are ten sounds in Manipurata. There are twelve sounds in Anahata. There are sixteen sounds in Vishuddhi. Totaling to forty-eight sounds. Sixteen plus twelve, twenty-eight plus ten, thirty-eight plus Six forty-four plus four forty-eight, and then a double sound at the Ajna forty-nine seven times seven sounds we can explain. Seven times seven sounds can be experienced within your own system. Seven times seven colors we can experience because the sound, every sound has its color manifestation. Every sound. As its color manifests, it's all in the book that given long ago. In the very fundamental book of Midhila, all colors and sounds are given. Fundamental book. <coughs> These are experienced by the seers and they re-verified and re-verified and re-verified and they gave it to us. And as you relate to the vertical column in you, you experience the sounds, all the stuff. 
rainbow colors are experienced and then the seven sounds of music are experienced sarigama padani isn't it sarigama padani are the seven sounds of music the seven notes of music the seven sounds of music and the seven colors the seven numbers all that is seven can be experienced within the vertical column it by by noting it with your mind from the books you may not be able to retain it forever every petal relating to the lotus that you have in every center has its related sound and color and the number so the entire wisdom keyboard is within you from ardha to moolakara <laughs> the keyboard of wisdom which we want to gain from the books what we gain from the books is gained through the mind and mind is subjectful please note that one of the qualities of mind is it acquires to subject that is why it is ever fresh <laughs> the mind is a mirror you know when the image is there it reflects when the image is not there it is again as fresh as a clean slate so what is this mind now that's why the seers never said that you gain everything through the mind the seers say apply the mind within the mind which is always leading you through the senses into the outer with the help of the senses the mind moves out and the body helps you further and you keep doing things good bad and indifferent things isn't it some of our acts are indifferent some of our acts are not so very good some of our acts are sometimes a few times good that's how it happens and we think we are the doers all this is there is a five-fold ignorance that's how it is said <laughs> five-fold five ignorance that comes from your egoism meaning your separating consciousness the moment you are separated you are ignorant yes you may put up a bright face but inside it's all ignorance you may have all the facials done but inside there is a dance why because you are unconnected what is an anointed one in the west is an anointed one anointment means what not applying all kinds of ointments to you <laughs> the inner connection is called anointment velpu sokina vrutti asoy bhagavata vese velpu sokina vrutti means in touch with the cosmic deity in touch with the cosmic deity cosmic entity in connection with the divinity which is it has three qualities the divinity it is omnipresent it is omnipotent it is omniscient The beauty of it is, it is everywhere 
and it is all powerful there is nothing that is not possible to it the master consciousness is all potent don't think there is something not possible to it it is omnipotent it is omniscient meaning it knows every detail there is no secret in this asara it is constant Sarva Sakshi, we say, isn't it? Everything is same. Everything is same. Everything you notice. And He is within you, that is looking. He is within you, so you are always in an observation. If you speak with pride, it is noticed. Oh-ho. the pride the proud ones will eventually be humble christ very beautifully says the proud are humble and the humble are honored in the kingdom of god the proud are humble the humble are honored in the kingdom of god why pride what is so good big about you there is only one big one by relating to it you are humbled because you see how beautiful it is how grand it is how knowledgeable it is it is not he it is not she it is it the divine it is not she it is not he it is it it is that foolish are those who think god is male and equally foolish are those who think of a human movement and say, who is a goddess female. We have in India all varieties, isn't it? There are mother worshippers separately, there are father worshippers separately, there are son worshippers, there are janapati worshippers, thinking they are all separate, it is one as so many. One as many, Brahma Vidya, Sri Vidya, సూర్యోపాసన విష్ణుపాసన శివోపాసన శివ విష్ణు సూర్య మదర్ సో మెనీ వెరైటీస్ ఆర్ బట్ వన్ ఆర్ బట్ వన్ దట్ సెన్సెస్ ఈజ్ నేజర్ సో వెన్ యు ఆర్ ఇన్ యూ వెన్ ఇట్ ఈస్ నాట్ షీ వెట్ ఈస్ నాట్ ఈఎస్ఎల్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ఇట్ ఇట్ ఈస్ దట్ because energy is male female you can't say it is male only you can't say it is female only it is both put together female female energy this male male female energy exists as existence and awareness they are inseparable <coughs> existence and awareness Satchit. Satchit. That Satchit permeates from your head to your tip of your Vachyabra Mulaga. Permeates. Into that we have to move in through praise. Om is a means to enter into it. And then respiration and going into pulsation and getting into Kalan is another means. Worship is also a means to it. 
worship is also a means to it. When you worship, you internalize your worship, don't externalize your worship. When you think of Ganesha, feel that the head of Ganesha is no other than, no other than your head. And then the tusk of Ganesha is nothing but the trunk or tusk, what do you call Pramani? Trunk. The trunk is your entire visible column. That's why he, he has Hastinada. Mm. Likewise you can see If you say Vishnu, it is also a vertical symbol for you. Vertical symbol. And the give Shivalingam, it is vertical. You don't set Shivalingam in a horizontal manner and go Abhishek. Do you? It ensures that the Shivalingam is kept vertical, right? It's all vertical. Pete Vishnu, vertical. Pete Kras, vertical. What is Kras? It is nothing other than <coughs> the head, the arms, and then the vertical. It is the symbol of Venus. Happy is upside down to it. The symbol of her is upside down to Venus. In the case of Venus, the head is up and then the cross is down. In the case of that, the cross is up and the head is down. That's why we are upside down on earth. We are upside down on earth and we have to set it up. Upset. Set up. Reverse it. Shanta Bhavan English. English has its own facility. Every language has its beauty, you know. The more and more you know about languages. All languages are the will of the divine. There is no doubt about it. Every language has its own speciality. You realize it when you know that all languages are divine. But if you think your language is only divine, then comes the problem. <coughs> it's again a separate attitude. Isn't a separate statute? The Spanish don't learn German, the Germans don't learn Spanish, and together they don't learn English. This problem is there in the West. In India we try to learn every possible language. Though we have to be able to speak well, we may be making any mistakes. But the attitude to know every language is a good symptom. Then to have a resistance for a language, because all languages emerge from one language. Just like from one tree, so many branches have emerged. <coughs> All languages, according to Madame Blavatsky, emerge from Sanskrit. <coughs> she says, <coughs> Sanskrit is the mother of languages, Greek and Latin are its branches, are daughters, not even sisters. She is very specific about it. She says, don't say Latin and Greek our sisters of Sanskrit, it's out of pride, we say like that, we Europeans, we say they are sisters, but they are not sisters, they are daughters, sisters. They are daughters of Sanskrit. And then from Latin and Greek, so many languages have come out. And from Sanskrit, so many languages have come out in India, isn't it? So there is a unity of all languages. In everything you, you drive towards unity. 
if you know the the science of etymology you see the unity of all languages virukta if you know the science of etymology you would know the unity of all languages you know you know the root language the root sounds the root sounds hold the key to scripture If you say Christ, there is the, the sounds have their root potential. If you say Krishna, the root sounds have their potential. If you say Ram, it has a potential impact. If you say Ha Numan, it has a potential impact. This you would know when you know the the potential of the root sound, and that root of the sound is what is called the science of etymology. So let us get back to our theme of relating to the vertical. You see the cross within you as a vertical lighted column with the wings. Yes, ma'am. You see the cosmic person in you from head to toe. You see Vishnu when you say twenty-four names. Om Keshavaya Swaha. Keshava means he is at the top. Keshavaya. Kesha means, we say Kesha means here, Keshava means permeating over the head. How many of you know when you say Keshava it is over here? No interest, there is no interest to know. We have only glamour that we are in something, but we have no interest to enquire into, to go deep into it, to know what is Keshava. Why did they start with Keshava? Why not any other name? Why Keshava? Ask any Hindu, he may have uttered thousands of times, but he doesn't know what is Keshava, isn't it? And then Narayana Yaswa, meaning the one who moves up and down, the energy, he has an involutionary movement and an evolutionary movement. Naras are the eternal life energies which move in the involutionary path and evolutionary path, Ayanas. Ayana has Na and Ra. Narayana and Agurki Anasas are all the name. When you do not know and make utterance, it, it has no impact on you. Do not know. That's why right. the knowledge, beauty of knowledge. When you say Narayana, meaning boom, you make it. A movement up to Muladhara and then a movement up to Sahasrara. One up and down tour. Up and down. From terrace to basement, from basement to terrace. Om Namo Narayanaya. I mean, Dham. How beautiful. And then Madhava. I am not here to explain to you all the twenty-four names now. I am only trying to tell you, try to know them. Don't look for spoon feeding. The spoon feeding I have been doing over thirty years. Or to be more specific from nineteen eighty three. Or much more specific nineteen eighty one. From nineteen eighty one I am interested in the responsibility of expressing certain things which are Realized vision. In 
it was decided. But then I am an election speaker. It may be a joke for all of you. I have been, even today, I prefer to be more in prayer than in discourse. My inclination from childhood is to be more in relation to the Divine than to speak out. But in 76 it is decided, but I shied it away. No, 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 it's not my job. But from 81 it has become compulsory, mandatory. <laughs> mandatory. So therefore from, therefore from 81 I have been expressing. But what is it that I am expressing? I don't express unless I know the root of things. <coughs> you should also know when you say Keshava, Madhava, Narayana, Govinda, what is it? Is it fun? Do you utter anything which you don't know? When you talk, you know what you are talking, isn't it? So when we utter, should we not know what we are uttering? What are those twenty-four names? Look for the meaning. Google is there to help you. Because our body is answered, dictionary, know it. These are all the phenomena of the one cosmic person. There are not twenty-four different entities. One cosmic person, his twenty-four entities are explained as the Keshavanamas. Isn't it? They are the, they can, they can be related to the twenty-four hours. They can be related to the twenty-four lunations of the year. Meaning, twelve new moons, twelve full moons. That's how you have to find your own interest into knowledge. Relatable. Everything is relatable. It's to up sixteen moons, isn't it? Sixteen moons are nothing but the sixteen stages of expansion of comprehension in you up to full moon. Isn't it? That's how the meditation today we have. We have to mark the arch of the moon. But we build our cities in such a manner that we don't see the moon. Isn't it? What is the arch today? It is no moon. <laughs> Tonight you don't see the moon. It's no moon. Mark the arch next tomorrow. It is there, you see, it is seemingly there, but it is not there. That's the beauty. Isn't it? And then slowly a little more, then a little more, then a little more, by, by Saviti, at the fourth phase, you have one-fourth of the moon. Something tangible. <laughs> and then by Ashtami, eighth phase, it is half. By Ekadashi, at eleventh moon phase, to twelfth moon phase, it is three-fourths. Then again, sir, full moon, sixteen phases, isn't it? That's why it says, in sixteen days of sailing, sailing in the ark, the ark is nothing but your mind. Ark belongs to Manu, Vaivasa to Manu. He is the one who bothers all by his ark, you know. Nova's ark, we call it, is nothing but the mind. It has sixteen phases by which we can experience Pritipal Mukhyara Atanta, Siddhimandala Pujita, 
in 16 days we can gain 16 dimensions of life and experience full moon then also experience the decrease of the moon experience the the waxing of the moon and then experience the waning of the moon then you know that there is a waxing and waning on the background of existence shiva is the existence and shakti it has its greater it is there upwards and downwards <coughs> So when you have this understanding in your own being, from Mulagara to Sahasrara, there is increased comprehension. Normally, man is stuck with solar plexus. Solar plexus you have only made among the eight steps. You have made three steps. Still, there are five steps to be made. steps to be made. So increase the comprehension, you can relate to the moon phases and also try to increase your comprehension. So this increased comprehension is what we are attempting to through all these practices. If our comprehension is not improving in spite of so many years of Relating to it, it means we are not making the right application. <coughs> the brains are not growing, the body is growing. How do you see it? The brains, if you ever stand up, if there is a weighment to the brain, it would be a much better machine than the machine that weighs our bodies, you know. If it is every one now and then and those who are extremely health conscious daily they get up onto the weighing machine after the morning shower because that is the time where we have the body in its, in its lightest condition morning after bath if you stand naked on the weighing machine that is your true weight because thereafter if you put on your restitutes then it weighs more That's why people have weighing machines in the bathrooms, you know. <laughs> All rich people, they have their weighing machines in the bathroom. Because they are very particular about their weight and always it shows more than what they expect of their weight to be. Because of our samasya. We always would like a kg less, but it is always shows a kg more. <laughs> If it is a kg more, it's okay, but it is a few kgs more. And we, we think of reducing it, we try to adapt to so many health diets, we, we try to adapt to so many <laughs> health programs, so many herbs, so many drinks, and so many all kinds of nonsense. Just forget about it, eat modestly, that's enough. You know what Master Maurya says about food and exercise? Have a modest exercise. Five minutes of breathing, five minutes of conscious breathing, 
15 minutes of morning walk is enough he says don't get into the fad of exercises <coughs> and you see master maurya is so effulgent you don't see not even one kg extra fat in him isn't no master wisdom has extra fat now is he so thin and hungry looking is not bony no master of wisdom is bony nor is he fatty <coughs> why because they don't care so much for the body they care for the consciousness so when there was a, a person who asked master maurya what exercise ideal exercise you suggest to us because we wish to follow agni yoga <laughs> is there five minutes conscious breathing five minutes conscious breathing 15 minutes morning walk you know modest food is the modest thing what you eat all the discussion and the day and the day in terms of all bunkum just eat what is enough for your body if you are conscious when you are eating you know what is enough for your body just eat it don't forget about it don't give so much time for your body give time for your consciousness which you are that's why i say let there be a weighing machine for the brains not for the body the brains always they don't weigh anything if you put it on the weighing machine zero is so zero grow in your awareness don't think so much about your body and when people seek advice they only seek advice about their bodies and their health and all that the beauty which i learned which i in which i have much conviction right from my childhood is if you are in relation with the divine everything else will fall in order everything else falls in order If your main occupation should be in relation to the divine which exists in you in your ethical car should we eat white rice should we eat brown rice should we eat half brown rice half polished rice this rice that rice such a huge wasteful discussion and just eat what little is needed for the body just to sustain this body you need to eat dasha you eat to sustain this body eat that which is tasty to you and eat it moderately seriously drink when the body needs water don't think i must drink 6 liters of water 4 liters of water this kind of attitude i don't know where from it's all coming because we are getting more and more body conscious people carry always bottles with them in our childhood we saw people carrying wine bottles with them now people carry water bottles always water bottles what is so important about that water chutti basam aram jestam alakshme nasayam yaham let me not bother so much about drink and food Once in a while, the body demands drink, you drink. The body demands food, you drink, you food. Finish it. It's such a secondary activity. I don't say it is an insignificant activity. It's a secondary activity. The primary activity is conscious. 
ఆల్వేస్ క్యారింగ్ వాటర్ డ్రింకింగ్ వాటర్ ఎవరీ టూ అవర్స్ ఆల్వేస్ ఛాన్సెస్ ఆఫ్ ది టైమ్ ఫర్ డ్రింకింగ్ వాటర్ టైమ్ ఫర్ ఈటింగ్ ఫుడ్ టైమ్ ఫర్ టేకింగ్ డ్రింక్స్ ఇన్స్టెడ్ డివోర్ దైమ్ టు కాన్షియస్నెస్ వాట్ షుడ్ బి క్యారీ ఇన్ ది ఫ్లైట్ అది ఇస్ వన్ అవర్ ఫ్లైట్ వాట్ షుడ్ బి క్యారీ ఇన్ ది ఫ్లైట్ టూ అవర్స్ ఫ్లైట్ స్టార్టింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ చెన్నై టు బెంగళూరు ఫ్రమ్ విశాఖపట్నం మై సో మచ్ ఫ్రీ ఆక్యుపేషన్ బోట్ వాట్ షుడ్ బి క్యారీ ఇన్ ది ఫ్లైట్ వాట్ విల్ దే గివ్ ఇన్ ది ఫ్లైట్ యు డోంట్ డై ఇన్ వన్ ఆర్ టూ అవర్స్ ఇఫ్ యు డోంట్ ఈట్ ఎనిథింగ్ యు డోంట్ డ్రింక్ ఎనిథింగ్ you see the body is rhythm it doesn't urinate every now and then a healthy body urinates only doesn't urinate during the sleep hours <laughs> isn't it only in the wakeful hours it urinates and how much it, it urinates between once in 3 to 4 hours unless you are sick is it if it doesn't urinate it's a problem <laughs> if it excessively urinates it's a problem Likewise, if it excessively demands food, you eat at home. If you have breakfast until lunch, why should you think of anything? Your digestive system itself demands four hours fasting, meaning not eating again. <laughs> four hours. Between breakfast and lunch, it's a clean four hours. If you feel, you may have a glass of water after two hours. If you feel, go by your inner feeling. Don't go by what others say. There is no standard parameter for all human beings. That you should eat this much, so many grams of this, so many grams of this. We are not standardized. We are not manufactured units. That every body carries so many grams. liters of water, isn't it? This bottle carries, so it's not the same. Your drinking need not be the same, standardized. Your food qualities need not be standardized. Go by the body language. What about the body? If the body doesn't feel hunger, don't eat it because it is lunch time. It's not the clock that decides. There is a clock for your body. That should be said. If you don't feel hunger, don't eat that day. It's better. Ankhanam paramoshalam. That's how it is. Was it not so in the past? I am not feeling angry if I don't wish to eat now. The digestive system is very efficient. It takes four hours to digest. Whatever intake is given. Then again four hours. And then... During the night, from dinner to next eating session, Ayurveda says 14 hours. <coughs> 14 hours. If you have taken your dinner at 8 o'clock, let us say in the night. Till 10 o'clock next day morning, truly speaking, a human body doesn't need anything. That's what it is. Going by the clock and eating, he is trying to impose some other rhythm upon the body 
which the body does not accept. <coughs> you are imposing borrowed knowledge upon the body. The body has its knowledge. <coughs> it demands water, then drink. It demands food, then give it as much as is needed. Anyway, that is one part. The main part is central vertical column, isn't it? We are preoccupied with the body. This is very unfortunate. Both in the east and the west. So much preoccupation about the body, about the hair, about the nails. So much time wasted polishing the nails, coloring the nails, shaping the nails. You know how valuable time is? How much are we using for improving the comprehension? Why are you with the peripherals? Why don't you get into the core of your being? The peripherals always engage you. They don't let you get in. They don't let you get in. The five senses always draw you to so many things, isn't it? Thanks to Tapavana, we are prevented to get into Bangalore, isn't it? <laughs> and also thanks to the, the densest traffic of the country which exists in Bangalore, we are discouraged to go into Bangalore city. Otherwise Bangalore is known for its silk, it is known for its sandalwood, it is known for its gardens, it is known for flower gardens. So many things once Bangalore was a, 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 an important touristic city in India. It's a garden city of India. And so much so much of sandalwood products and so much of silk, Mysore silk. So all that is denied by virtue of the, the discouraging dense traffic that we have thanks to it. <coughs> It is, by, it is by, by lack of options we, we are here in Tapon. <laughs> Slowly things are coming nearer to Tapon. Things are coming very nearer to Tapon. A mall is very near by now. It was not so before, isn't it? We can go to the mall. A cine theaters are also nearby. That's what I was telling last night. You can tell me the group that if they wish between one Pravachanam and the next Pravachanam, they can go to Dangal movie. <laughs> because the whole group is interested in Dangal movie. Hmm? The peripherals, the peripherals draws out because we have that attraction for it. The moment the universal energy vertically enters into you and steps out, steps out as individual unit, as the, that is what is called ahankara or localized I am. The localized I am has a background of the universal I am. But it steps out, then it gets into the world with the help of the mind and senses. Then it is attracted. It is attracted. Just like in the, in the Holy Bible they say, 
ఈవా వాజ్ అట్రాక్టెడ్ టు ది యాపిల్ అట్రాక్టెడ్ టు ది యాపిల్ అన్లెస్ దెర్ ఈజ్ ఎ హంగర్ ఇన్ Just because it is a good apple coming from Kashmir, you don't have to eat it unless you are hungry. No, apples are not distributed, chocolates are distributed. Our friends and relatives from America always come with the chocolates as gifts. Isn't it? Just because the chocolate is given, you don't have to eat it. You eat it when you are hungry. Just because there is an apple, you don't have to go and eat it, no? That's the problem. That is what the story in the Bible is. Eva was having ethereal bodies. It's not a physical body of flesh and blood. Eva and Adam, they were in bodies of light. That's what we call the golden bodies and the diamond bodies. They are not yet physical. They saw, from, from the higher, from the subtle worlds, you can always see the grass worlds. Arpanar, there is an, a, a garden where there was an apple, tree and apple tree. You are ethereal, how are you interested in a physical? There is no hunger for ethereal person. The seers do not frequently feel hunger. The seers do not feel frequently thirsty. Thirst and hunger. The more you have, the more you are stuck in the body. Your degree of your stickiness with the body is decided by the, the demand that we have for your thirst and hunger. They are called malinas. Shuttipasa balam yashta. That is, the more impure you are, the more you look for food, the more you look for water. The more ethereal you are, the less you look for water, the less you look for food. Abstaining from food is not recommended, but as you get more and more associating with, associated with the consciousness, the less and less you feel the hunger, <coughs> the less and less you feel the thirst. Ramakrishna Paramahamsa, frequently for days together he was abstaining from food and hunger, food and thirst, because she, he was totally engaged with the consciousness within, which he calls the mother. Completely in it. So no, no feeling for water, no feeling for food. So was Christ for forty days. He was on a mount. Relating to the, he could enter within and relate to the omnipresent one. Every master wisdom, he just, with a moment's notice, he can enter within, move up and go relate to the All permeating, omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient one. From him he receives what is to be done. From him. That's why he says, Father, thy will be done. 
I am here to do your work. I have no personal work. That's the beauty of a son of God or a master of wisdom, that he stands here to do the work of the omniscient one. Therefore, he relates to him kneeling down or squatting or whatever posture it is. Father, thy will be done. Kartavyam daiva mahasmitam. In Sanskrit we say kartavyam daiva mahasmitam. In English it is said, Father, thy will be done. <coughs> what are you? To fulfill your will. The Master is here to fulfill the will of the Divine, not his own personal rims and fancies. That's what we see when we utter forth Gayatri, Dhyaha Yonaha Prachodayat, meaning, may our wills be elected by you. Meaning, your will function as my will. That purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. So, the will is known and according to that will he steps out. He does the needed labor and gets back into his abode again. That should be our practice. If you step out to do what is to be done and step back into your home, you would not enter the the trick of nature. We call it the trick of nature. Actually, the trick is in you, not in the nature. Don't blame the nature. Nature is a great comfort, nature is a great facility, nature is full of splendor for you to relate and experience. But if you do not know how to relate to nature, then you are stuck. So step out as an individual unit without delinking with the universal consciousness. That is the difference between a master of wisdom and an ordinary man. As master of wisdom, even when he steps out as I am, he is in connection with that, that I am. He functions as that I am, but not as I am. Not as I am. Soham. Aham saha. Meaning I am that. That I am. I am that. That I am. Hamsa Siva Soham is the mantra of Guru. Isn't it? Jupiter gives the mantra, Hamsa Shiva Soha, meaning Aham Saha, meaning I am that. And that is Shiva, meaning most auspicious one. Shiva means not the one with a, with a snake in the neck and all kinds of symbols that we have. Shiva means the most auspicious energy. <coughs> the meaning of Shiva is most auspicious energy. I am that, that is, that is Shiva, isn't it? Hamsaha, Shivaha, Soham, that I am. I am that. What is that? That is auspicious thing. And that I am. I am that, that, that I am. That's how it is said in the West. Here we say Hamsa, Shiva, Soham. A poetic expression as a Guru Mantra given by the seer. So when you step out, never step out as a dealing to one. A dealing to one is compared by masters of wisdom to a donkey. 
Master Mario says, don't get out as a donkey. Because what is why donkey? Donkey does so much love but not knowing the value of it. You put a, a, a heap of dirty linen on it or you put a heap of gold on it, on it, it has no difference. It only knows to carry the, carry the luggage. We all carry the work as our luggage, isn't it? From morning till low, evening there is loads and loads of work. But there's so much of workload I have, you know. When you steal the work as load, you are a donkey. The ladies have their donkeys work, the men have their donkeys work. And all are donkeys because they don't know what work is meant for. They don't know what the work is meant for. Work is meant for experience. Work is meant for experience. But when you are working for money or working for the body, it is a donkey's love. So as you step out, don't step out in a dealing state. If a branch is cut off from the tree, that branch cannot bear flowers or fruits. Can it bear flowers or fruits? Can it grow? What little leaves it has, they fall. <coughs> so don't cut it off. Be with the central column in your prayers. Be it prayers, be it worship, be it a meditation, today we call meditation, contemplation. The whole aim either of meditation, contemplation, Worship or chanting is to relate to the inner column of consciousness which permeates from head to the tip of the vertebra. In that column you enter and you relate to the light in it. Relate to the light. It can be Vishnu, it can be Shivalingam, it can be a mother, it can be Ganesha, it can be Subramanyam, it can be Cosmic Christ. It's all within you. That is the central being. It is the chassis upon which everything is built. If the chassis is broken as an automobile, the automobile is no more useful, isn't it? If your vertebra, if there is a problem with your vertebra, you are on the bed forever. If you relate your vertebra consciously with your awareness, in your prayers, in your meditations, in your worship, your vertebra from within can repair any problems of your stick of calcium which we call the outer structure. There is a structural vertebra and there is an inner energy that passes through. Suppose we have this L3, L4, L5 kinds of problems we have in, in all those, how many vertebras we have? 32 hours? I lost count. <coughs> A doctor can tell us better. <coughs> they say between this and this there is loss of fluid. So I have pain in the back, I have pain in the shoulders, I have pain in the neck. All are set. 
if you relate to the energy within, and it keeps the whole functioning, functional system much better when we relate to this within you. Because that is the column. Be in that column. Utter, when you utter master's name, be in that column. When you say, E.K., let it be in the lower tarso, M.M., let it be in the upper tarso, C.V.V., let it be in the head. C.V.V., M.M., E.K. Isn't it? Shiva, Vishnu, Brahma. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo, Maheshwara. Guru Sakshat Param Brahma, Tasmai Sri Guru Vedamara. Anything can be related to it. Om related to it. Gayatri, what are we doing in Gayatri? Om Bhurbhuva Swaha, meaning the fields of matter, force and consciousness. Bhurbhuva Swaha, the time is up, but anyway I'll conclude in five minutes. <coughs> Om, Om is a vertical travel. Bhur, bhuva, swaha, meaning matter, force and consciousness. Tat savitur varenyam, let there be a fresh entry of light into us. Let it embrace us. From where? From your adhyam. Tat savitur varenyam, let it embrace the whole system. And further, what are you doing? Dhyaha yonaha prachodaya, bhargo devasya dhimahi, meaning, I meditate upon the one who is the source of all lights. From the one who is the source of all lights, let light descend and embrace me and permeate into my consciousness, into the force and matter that is built around me. What is it? It's also working with the same thing. You do with the Vishnu Nama, twenty-four names or a thousand one-eight names, thousand-eight names. Verticals, experience them in the verticals. <coughs> in your head and in your vertical. Between that, there is the column of light. That's what they call Brahmarandra or Brahmadanda or Sushumna, that beautiful effulgent blue, light blue light, which is whitish blue. Be in it in all your worships. That all your prayers lead you into the innermost chamber of your own being. <coughs> then you are really reinforced. With that reinforcement, when you step out, don't leave the connection. That's the, that's the secret. Don't leave the connection. Permeate from there. Just like the sun ray. The sun ray while it is emerging from this from the sun, as it reaches the earth, nowhere it is broken, it is not dealing with sun. It's not dealing with the sun. Likewise you can permeate, you can expand in your consciousness, expand into your localized I am, into your buddhi, into your mind, into your senses, into the body, into the outer. And again, retreat in the same. As you exit, so you enter. Exit from out of the temple and enter back into the temple. That's how the work has to be done. 
<coughs> that is how the daily labor has to be performed and you have to come back home. So let it be registered in us that all our worship, we take it into our being, into the core of being where the master consciousness exists. We are an expression of it. That is oceanic and this is like a wave. Our expression is like a wave. By end of the work, get back and join us. Let that be the practice. When you regularly do so, you will gain the degree by degree the comprehension. And you gain so much of comprehension that you are called a man of 33 degrees. Meaning mastery in three planes. Eleven is the master number. In three planes, mastery is called 33. So he said to be a man of 33 degrees. A master of 33 degrees. A master of 33 degrees. We will continue in the evening. Because this understanding should be there whenever, whenever, whenever we are into an activity of worship or prayer or contemplation or meditation. Thank you one and all. Namaskar.